Hello and welcome to Spirit Ninja's Spiritual AF Podcast. This is episode number, what number episode is it? I think it's number 15. Yay, number 15. We're so happy you're here. Today, we are going to talk about transforming your life through joy versus suffering. Yeah, it's so much better. It's easier. It it's is, nicer. It is. It's kinder. Exactly. So it's we're going to we're going to talk about that and share some tips on how you can transform your life through more joy too. So stay tuned. See ya after the break or after the intro. That, that's what I mean. Hey. You just turned into the Spirit Ninja's Spiritual as Fuck Podcast. The show that aims to inspire, uplift and questions everything. And now your hosts, Bart Rigel and Holly Emerson. Like we said, we were going to talk about transforming through joy versus happiness. Um, this is something that both Bart and I have experience in, transforming through both, oh, what did I say? Joy versus happiness? No, 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 no. I mean, joy versus suffering. <laughs> yes, yes. That's what I meant to say. Um, yeah, we both had experience through uh, experience with transforming through both um, suffering and then we discovered that hey you can actually transform through joy instead oh yeah definitely mm -hmm. you know i went through a whole lot of crap in my 20s and it sucked <laughs> like a lot yeah you know but i mean i'm super grateful for everything because all that bullshit, all that, uh, you know, spiritual suffering, you know, I went through a divorce, I went through a ton of debt, all these things. Well, it, it got me to a place where I said, finally, like, I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing. <laughs> and that was the moment when everything changed. But before that, I thought I had this, like, I had an idea of what the hell I wanted. I wanted this to unfold a certain way. I wanted to, you know, live my life a certain way. I wanted to make a certain amount of money. I wanted to drive a certain car, all this stuff. And the more I like hung on to that idea, well, the more things would just fall apart. You know, like every venture that I went into, every business that I started, it um, it just, it would fall apart. And, and then I would end up just eating it. It would suck. Yeah. And so how did you learn to transform through joy? instead well here's the the weird thing that happened because i remember that one fateful day in my living room when i just i didn't know when where like how i was going to pay my mortgage and it was like after my divorce and like i really had no idea and i literally just sat there and i had no idea where i was going to pay my bills from and i said well what the fuck like what are they going to do like come into my house and like shoot me like what's the worst thing that can happen I have no idea what the hell I'm doing. Like that, that was actually what I said. I, I don't know what I'm doing anymore. I'm ready to experience something else. Mm -hmm. And what happened over the next few months, I mean, it was, it was crazy because, you know, this uh, idea that I, I let go of and I no longer had any kind of control. I just kind of, um, just kind of coasted and I had no expectations on what the hell was going to happen. But the more I let go, the easier things got. And mm -hmm. then I let go a little bit more and then things got a little bit easier. And then, you know, fast forward two or three years later. And I mean, I got promoted at my company like eight times in two years, mm -hmm. which is crazy. Um, and uh, I, I was able to pay off like over six figures worth of debt. 
I not once after that moment struggled financially. And then I started changing my relationships with my friends, my family. And then ultimately that led me to finding you. Mm, yay. That's and the best amazing. part of the story. My wife. <laughs> yeah. And so was there like a conscious mental shift that helped you transition? Or was it just when you decided to surrender, then then the joy kind of took over? Like, what was that for you? Uh, you know, I, I guess at that point, I didn't really have much expectation, but it was just a surrendering. It was, uh, it was like, I was like brought to my knees mm-hmm. and cause I had no idea what the hell I was doing, mm-hmm. you know? And I realized that, that I had no control over anything, you know, I, because the more that I wanted to kind of hold on to this, like I wanted outcomes to happen and unfold a certain way, but they never did ever. You know, like my businesses that didn't turn out that the way that I wanted them to, my relationships, like anything. It, it just all, there was always some kind of disappointment at the end, mm-hmm. right? And then finally, when I said, screw this, I don't know what the hell I'm doing, then it's it seemed that like everything just became easy and did actually unfold in happiness. And the, the crazy thing is, is that, you know, I thought I was going to be like, I don't know, poor, homeless, like, I don't know what the hell I was thinking, right? <laughs> Alone forever. But none of that happened. You know, right. it was like the, the universe just kept bringing me opportunities. And, uh, you know, I was able to make ends meet financially, you mm-hmm, know, my relationships mm-hmm. got better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I ended up attracting love into my life, obviously. Um, Everything just became easier. And the things, the very things that I wanted during all this time when everything was falling apart, as soon as I stopped really caring so much, mm-hmm. I, I had those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting. <laughs> yeah. It's super cool. It is. Yeah. Yeah. And for me, I remember um, I really struggled with. Uh, lack of self-love and self-worthiness. And so in that period of my life, when I was really experiencing um, a difficult relationship with this guy that wouldn't commit, and I struggled with money as well, and I just really always was in this state of lack, and it really was awful. And I remember going to um, one of the spiritual retreats that I had been to, and the teacher was saying how, you know, we have like we kind of have this gauge where it's like life can get good, but we'll only allow it to get so good until we decide to sabotage because we don't believe that life can get better than that without going through something really difficult or really hard or quote unquote suffering. And it really struck a nerve with me because this was taught by two teachers. And one teacher was of the mindset of like, no, you really have to to suffer. And through your suffering, you can you can get more love and and like through processing that suffering and, and going through it and breaking through the suffering, you can move to more love and more beauty. And it was interesting because the other facilitator, he was like, well, you could do it that way or you could also just not suffer and transform and transform 
through more joy and things could keep getting better and better and they could just keep getting better and better. And I was like, wow, that's actually a really interesting idea because it basically comes down to the choice. So we have the ability to choose in any moment how we want to experience something. And so in that moment, it really resonated and I was just like, wow, okay, I'm going to empower myself with this new idea of you know, the possibility of transforming through joy instead of suffering. Because I don't know if you agree with me or not, maybe let us know if you do, but transforming through joy sounds a whole lot more fun than transforming through suffering. Yeah, you know? definitely. There's no question. Yeah. And so from that moment on, I decided that, nope, my life is going to get better and better and better. It's not going to regress. It's not going to be like, oh, things are going really well. When's like, when's like this, the rug going to be pulled out from under me? Yeah. When's the shoe going to drop? Exactly. Yeah. I decided, no, that's not going to happen. And so then, yeah, my life just continually has gotten better and better. And, and there has been challenges and difficult times, but I noticed that for myself, I move through those challenges and difficult times with a different energy behind it. You know, I don't have the same negativity. I look at these situations in a more positive outlook and just say like, okay, well, this is a challenge right now. Um, It's not the end of the world. It's not horrible. I'm going to learn and grow from this. And so that's what I'm going to do. And I'm going to transform through this in a graceful, joyful way. And that alone has been so empowering and and life is just so much more fun. <laughs> yeah, it, yeah, it is. It is. I guess the the thing is though that uh, really people do need to go through that suffering though, like to a certain extent, right? Eckhart Tolle says you need suffering until you don't anymore. Yeah, it literally is a choice. So, I mean, I kind of only half agree with that statement that you just said because I don't think people need to, but but then also we do. <laughs> You well, know, it's, it's like it's it just comes down to that ultimate choice. And like you said, until we don't need to anymore, until you decide to make a different choice. Yes. Yes. Mm-hmm. The thing is, though, that I think that most people are just going through their life in a very unconscious kind of way, and they don't even know that the, the choice exists. So exactly, yeah. the, the purpose of that suffering is only to get you to that point where you realize that the choice is possible. Mm-hmm. But that choice requires a relinquishing a relinquishing of control, which is scary as fuck. <laughs> um, it is, it is, but it isn't. It like, is because for our little mind. I'm just trying to think though, like I wasn't scared of it. I'm scared daily <laughs> of letting go, you know, because my little mind, because I can hear it. I can hear it. That, that little monkey mind is there. That's always just like, this is crazy. <laughs> you are what nuts. are you doing with your life? Exactly. It can't be this easy. <laughs> you did not just sell your all your condo and all your possessions and move to the other side of the world. Yeah, I, I get that. Yeah. I get that. So that's the thing. And most people don't even have that voice. They don't even recognize that the voice is there. Their voice is the thoughts. They are their thoughts, right? And They think they are their thoughts. Well, exactly. Yeah. They're and, not their thoughts, but they just think they are. That's right. But there, yeah. there is no separation between that. So the point of that suffering is for us to get to a point where we're just, we get to a point where we're done. We're, we're done calling the shots. When, when we finally begin to trust 
the divine unfolding of the universe, of whatever the plan is. The plan mm-hmm. is, I personally believe, always joy and love and mm-hmm. you know our highest good. Our highest good being awakening to our highest uh, potential, our highest self. Yeah. Whatever that is, I don't even know yet. Yeah, so you're saying that when you surrender... Mm-hmm. Um, in the sense of like give up control of how you want things to unfold and the outcome that you're trying so hard to create when you learn to surrender that and get out of your own way so to speak you allow the universe to to flow more into your life and transform yeah that way. yeah yeah the thing is for me it was a it was a hard concept or a hard p- pill to swallow to believe that the universe had any freaking clue about like my little problems mm-hmm. right like you know oh i've got a, my mastercard bill due next month uh, i don't know what i'm gonna do with it but obviously the universe has no idea right it's like this big grand thing like how the hell does it know that i need to pay some silly bill right but the thing is that that bill itself is part of the universe there is no yeah. separation yeah. right but it's an easy thing for the mind to kind of get in there and start injecting some doubt. Yeah, I think another thing that minds often tell us is, well, the universe like just helps other people. Like, why would it help me? Yeah, there's you that know? self-defeating. There's that self. It's like you see luck happening um, or good fortune happening for other people, but you have a difficult time seeing it for yourself i know that's um a common thing for a lot of people and i mean you can see this in in people's lives right like some people's lives just seem to unfold with like this natural easiness you know that Mm -hmm. they just attract all these things they attract relationships and opportunities and wealth and joy and, and all these things and why is that well i mean it could potentially be you know that surrendered piece, mm-hmm. you know, uh, a quote that I say once in a while is, uh, you know, from the Course in Miracles, that infinite patience produces immediate results. Well, let's let's think about that for a second. You know, what is infinite patience? It means that you're willing to wait forever for whatever outcome, but there's like a subtle shift that happens. Yeah, you're letting go of control. Yes, and mm-hmm. as soon as there's not that need to have that particular thing or circumstance or whatever, well, Mm -hmm. then you can have it, you know? Um, It's honestly, I truly believe that our thoughts are totally creative. We create everything around us through the power of our thoughts. Mm -hmm. And anytime that I've had to, uh, or anytime that I've really wanted something like desperately to unfold a certain way or whatever, there was always, always, always this fear underneath it that was screaming in my ear saying, well, shit, what if you don't have it? You know, like, what's life going to be like then? Right? There was like this, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for? Well, you just ultimately didn't believe it. There was this doubt. Yeah. And the doubt was stronger. It was was the The fear. fear. The fear was actually running the show. Mm -hmm. I mean, I could, you know, stand in front of the mirror and say all these lovely things, these positive affirmations till I was blue in the face. But I mean, ultimately that fear was much stronger and it was hidden. That's the the thing with the, these things is the fear is hidden somewhere in your mind and 
it actually runs the show. So what would you suggest to people listening to this on how to actually overcome that fear if they don't even know the fear is there? Oh, one of my favorite topics. <laughs> yeah. Well, well, please do tell. Meditation <laughs> being one of the big ones. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, this is something that I just, I'm so passionate about meditation because it's like, Inside of you, there is a wisdom that is lost to most people. I mean, it, it runs your life and it'll keep creating all these circumstances for you to, to get to that place where you're finally ready to listen to it. Mm -hmm. But when you finally get to that place and you get into meditation once a day, you know, start at five seconds. It's like there's like a little wedge that gets created between your thoughts and there's like this, uh, that, that deeper knowing, that deeper voice within you, right? And when your thoughts stop, then it's like you're getting these like downloads from your higher self. And then those can search out like those doubts, those fears and all these things. And in that very brief little present moment when you're meditating, that is where magic happens. And that's where miracles happen. Mm -hmm. it's super cool <laughs> it is very cool um for me what i i started doing was just noticing little things in my life so um like if we we're talking about joy transforming through joy i would look at joyful things in my life so in addition to meditating, which I 100% agree meditation is so key and fundamental to transforming, um, but I wanted to like embody this in my life too. Um, and so what I would do was look for joyful, joyful things happening, um, things I was grateful for. Gratitude is like my, like, it's like the portal to manifestation. So whatever mm -hmm. you want to manifest, be grateful for what you already have and everything expands. We can talk about that another time because I could talk about that for a long time. But um, taking those little things, like that's a tangible step that you don't have to do anything different in your day as far as change a routine, um, add something like extra to your to-do list. It's literally just, you know, when you're going about your day, notice what is joyful. Yeah, who who was mm -hmm. it that said uh, what you focus on expands? Was that Wayne like, Dyer? Wayne Dyer. Oh, so many people have said that, but it's so true. Like what you do focus on does expand. So if you're focusing on your suffering, then your suffering is going to expand. If you focus on joy and what you're grateful for, then you will be given more things to be grateful for and more things to be joyful for. Mm -hmm. And you might not even know what that is right now because you might be feeling like my life sucks there's nothing good but you're alive you can start with that you can start with your breath you can start with the beauty of in nature around you the sunrises sunsets um food that you've got food to eat that you've got shelter just like the basic things that um you can be grateful for and from that space you will start feeling that because if you say all these affirmations you can say them but if you're not actually like breathing that into your being and, and feeling that for that moment, then it it's really not that effective. So if you can take that moment to breathe, I always suggest to my clients um, to like set an alarm on their phone mm -hmm. 
even if it's just like every hour, every couple hours, few times a day, whatever works for you. And set that alarm and it'll remind you when it goes off to just stop whatever you're doing. And whether it's, you know, connecting with your breath, doing like a quick little breathing meditation, um, or finding something in that moment that you are grateful for, um, something that you're joyful for, then that's always a good way to start too. Because sometimes I know our lives are so busy and we just kind of are like robots in our day. And we forget. And I started that way. I started with the alarm on my phone going off every 45 minutes, hour, random times, things like that. And that really helped me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a a number of uh, meditation apps, like little mindfulness reminders that you can download just in the app store. Yeah. I've uh, I've used those before as as well, and I really like them. Yeah. Yeah, you can just, yeah, you can definitely use those because you can also um, program them to pop up with a message too. Ooh, I did that too, actually. Yeah. I like programmed <laughs> yeah. various messages throughout the day. Yeah, exactly. You know, it's like, pay attention. Yeah, find the beauty. Totally. Whatever whatever resonates with you. You know what I really like? Uh, you know, the one moment that I really am grateful for is the mornings when I first get up. And, you know, mm-hmm. the I'm still in bed and the cocooned and it's just, it's so nice and warm in there. Mm-hmm. And, you know, you're usually still sleeping, but... You know, that's like a perfect moment, you know, just as you open your eyes and just take a look around and just be grateful for that. Like, how nice is it to hang out in bed? It's like (laughs) one of my favorite places. (laughs) I love the bed. Yeah. Yeah. And that's great because then you're starting your day off with that, with that gratitude, Mm -hmm. you know, even if you're like, say you don't have time to stay in bed in the morning, maybe when you're showering, just be like, oh, this is amazing that I get to shower. Yeah. You know, that I get to to clean myself and I have running water flowing into your home because most of the people on this planet don't have that. So much things you know, that we take for granted. I know, isn't it? there's so many. So, so find them. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I'm going to challenge you guys to do. Comment below and tell us what you're grateful for. Yeah. That, mm-hmm. that, that's a really good one. Mm-hmm. And um, what brings you joy? What you're grateful for and what brings you joy? Yep. Uh, you know, I, I believe that, you know, this entire plan uh, for us to awaken, it uh, unfortunately does start with with pain. You know, when I when you look at the world around us, have the things that we've been doing been working? You know, one would argue that it'd be it probably not. Yeah, right. Because there's... like, look at all this stuff that's happening in the world right now. There's a lot of crazy BS, but it's because. People have been running around like the like a bunch of chickens with their head cut off for, you know, decades, ages. And, you know, we're starting to see things like the the there's the cracks in the system now, right? Where we're creating so much pain and suffering that it's gonna reach a tipping point, right? Like uh so Eckhart Tolle, his uh, whole awakening story started with him uh, like he was basically on the on the verge of suicide. Mm-hmm. and uh, like during school he just he was experiencing so much pain and he, he just couldn't take it anymore and finally one one night like there was like a spontaneous just crack in the shell of the ego and then all of a sudden he woke up mm-hmm. and then like look at look at his life like it's you know <laughs> the, the dude's coasting looks awesome he's so chill and peaceful oh, it's I hard to it's hard to imagine him being unhappy i want to hug him <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah. I totally just want to hug him. Like he just seems like such a nice man. Yeah, he does. He really does. 
<laughs> yeah, he's just so gentle and nice. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I love Eckhart. He's great. <laughs> yeah, and it, and he's so funny. Like the way that he like picks up on on all these like little subtleties of being human and and like the the ego, the ego mind. It's yeah. so brilliant. It's yeah. so so brilliant. But case in point, you know, he awakened through uh, suffering, and then once he didn't need that anymore, well. Psh- Mm-hmm. He opened up and mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like the, the dude lives in like a massive house in uh, in British Columbia, Canada <laughs> on like a massive plot of land and he just coasts and, He's you know, chill. Yeah, he just shows up, yeah. you know, people tell him, he's like, I'll oh, be here on well, Sunday. He's like, all right, well, show up on Sunday, <laughs> you know, and he does his like little spiel and then he goes back home and he just like sits there and, you know, whatever, whatever he does. Yeah. It's awesome. Yeah. Life's easy. Yeah. Life's easy when you're Eckhart Tolle. <laughs> Yeah, some people might be thinking that and just feel like, oh, yeah, it's easy for him. But it wasn't always. Yeah. And, and it wasn't always easy for us either. And isn't that yeah. the beauty of this whole thing? Like, isn't that like a little breadcrumb? Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, hey, what does that guy have? What is he doing that makes him so easy? Yeah. Easy and, feeling. And the thing, too, that I think is important to connect into is that we, like, he doesn't have anything that you guys don't have that we don't have. No. You know, we're all equal. We're all the same. We all can tap into the same, whatever you want to call it, divine power, spirit, God, Yeah, whatever you want, whatever your word is. Um, I think we're all one. And so claim it for yourself, you know, like claim that abundance and that joy for yourself and I, I'm a big advocate of moving away from suffering. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. Transform through joy. <laughs> yeah. Anytime that you go through anything in your life on a day to day, like let's say your boss is just being a shitty prick and, you know, it just creates like some kind of anxiety in you, depression, whatever, anger. That's a signpost. It's like, hey, pay attention. Mm-hmm. You know, it's a lesson. It's a so lesson. what do you think it might be calling somebody to pay attention to? Oh, go in, go in, do a practice. You know, it's like following the breadcrumbs. It's what once that like little uh, space is created in you. And I mean, to anybody that's listening this to this, that space is already there. Because mm-hmm. if it wasn't, then guess what? They wouldn't be here. They'd be, you know, off somewhere else. I don't know, watching the Kardashians or something. I don't know. But, um, you know, if, if you're listening to this, then there's a really good chance that that space has already arisen in you somewhat. Mm-hmm. Now it's just a matter of following the breadcrumbs and opening yourself up to a, a bigger potentiality, you know. So follow the breadcrumbs. Read the next book, right? And I, I do think that the universe gives you signs in whatever way, like synchronistic events that will lead you towards your awakening. But you just have mm-hmm. to be willing to follow them, right? Like, you know, sometimes maybe you're you're at chapters, right? And you look around the store and, and you notice like some title of some book stands out at you. And it's like, ah, oh, you know, pay attention to that. You know, mm-hmm. why is that there? Maybe pick up that book, flip to some random page and read the page. You know, I, I love doing that, like opening up a book. Mm-hmm. If, I, I, if I have a question... I usually do this with the the Course in Miracles, but I open it up to some random page. Actually, on on my iPad, I don't actually have a physical book, so I just like slide the thingy on the bottom. Mm, Yeah, yeah. (laughs) And then I let go, and then that's the page, and I'll read it, 
And so many times it has like that perfect answer of that uh, I've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Right. And then maybe it's some practice. Right. Uh, I mean, there, there are specific things that you can do, you know, having a morning routine, for instance, right? Uh, Hal Elrod talks about the, the miracle morning, which I, I just love that idea, right? Taking that time aside for five minutes, 10 minutes, 30 minutes, whatever, whatever you want to dedicate, you know, every day, just challenge yourself for 30 days and, and see what happens, mm-hmm. you know, start documenting it. Start writing it down on a on a piece of paper every morning. Just have it handy. You know, you do your meditation. Right? He advocates doing um, uh, meditation, uh, positive affirmations, um, doing some like free writing. If you want to just like grab a pencil or something and just kind of start writing stuff. I sometimes do that with uh, with my laptop and I'll just mm-hmm. type random crap. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, you could do exercise, but it's like intentionally going into that space and seeing what happens, just being open for five minutes a day, right? Now, I'm going to be the first to admit that I don't do this daily. You know, I would love to, but sometimes, you know, my little mind gets in the way and I sometimes find, you know, more important things to do. Like, I don't know what. Yeah, like, I love the idea of a miracle morning, but for a lot of people, and myself included, it's just like, Sometimes I just, it's hard to find the time, you know, that's like a huge change in someone's routine. So five minutes, five well, minutes. Well, I mean, up I guess it depends on, earlier. depends on what activities you want to choose to do. Do right? 30 seconds of affirmations, mm-hmm. do one minute of meditation, do 10 jumping jacks and write <laughs> for five seconds. You know, like it doesn't have to be that much. And then that, or you can st- do one a day, right? Uh, like you could because i i'm gonna write more than five seconds like sometimes when i'm writing and to do flow writing which is how i write it's like i would need to do oh no way i need to do like at least half an hour of flow writing for me to actually drop in that's me and so for me i I won't do that every day Mm -hmm. you know but maybe i'll do like a meditation and um like some breathing exercises yeah i would start there meditation and, you know, some kind of, uh, you know, positive affirmations, if that makes sense to you, um, really anything, right? I think the meditation is the, the big key here, but I can guarantee you that it, when you start that process, then things will start shifting and then you'll start documenting these things in, in your journal or whatever, and you'll start noticing like, holy shit, my life is actually getting a little <laughs> bit more joyful. It's like, oh my God. Yeah things are a little easier. What mm-hmm. just happened there? Yeah. And I, I would even say you could start even simpler. You know, I had this conversation with one of my clients today and we're talking about, and I was saying, you know, like if you're in a dark room and somebody just pokes a pinhole and then light starts to shine through, it's like the pinhole is so small. Like you think you're in all this darkness and there's so much you have to change and rip down all these curtains and all these walls. But if you just poke one little pinhole in, then slowly the light starts to fill the room. And so, so much can happen from shifting just one little tiny action. And I always say this, but like when you're brushing your teeth or when you're taking a shower or washing your hands, like something that you're already doing, take that time to make it a meditative practice. When you're cooking or you're heating up your lunch at work, take that time and and drop in and connect with yourself. It doesn't have to be anything that you're 
doing different. If you have the time in the morning and you can do the miracle morning, then I think that's great. But I just remember for me, when I was first starting to do my spiritual practices on a regular basis, that was so daunting for me Mm -hmm. because I was just like, I was so drained and I was like literally holding on to like 30 seconds extra of sleep. Like I kept hitting my sleep alarm, sleep alarm, sleep alarm. And it just like, it was hard. It was so hard. And so that's my suggestion. Like if you can't do the miracle morning or aspects of it, then just do that little pinprick of an action and that will transform your life as well. And and it'll be more joyful because it's not like this crazy change that you have to do. It's literally just one tiny, tiny little action. And then as that expands, as more light enters, as more joy, you witness more joy come into your life. It just like naturally starts the ball rolling and you will find that time to, to meditate more, to connect more with yourself. And that's kind of my two cents on it. Yeah, no, I I totally (laughs) agree. You know, for, uh, for some people, I think the whole like challenging yourself thing works. I mean, that's Mm -hmm. why these challenges work. Like we have a meditation challenge that we run Mm -hmm. from time to time. Uh, people really enjoy that because then it's like a specific concentrated time where you know you have like a goal to accomplish right in in north america we're, we're just so like goal driven yeah that sometimes that's what people need now i do agree with holly you know if like you're just down in the dumps and everything sucks and everything's super hard don't do that then you know if that doesn't resonate with you don't do it uh now you know just to break it down in a little bit simpler terms like what Holly was just saying is it's like that mindfulness practice like when mm-hmm. you're let's say you're washing your hands okay you're you're you stand in front of the sink okay like just pay attention you know you reach for the soap right you push the little thingy the plunger whatever you want to call it right and it squirts some you know some stuff <laughs> in your hands and then you just rub your hands together nice and slow you lather them up and just feel everything like Mm -hmm. feel the soap on your hands you know most of us just kind of rush through it i mean shit i do it all the time Mm -hmm. right i just kind of quickly do it you know uh, and i'm off on my way but if you actually pay attention like what does that feel like yeah what does it feel like and also you can also just connect to your breath yeah you know like like i go about my day so many times and i take shallow breaths and then i'm like oh wait a second like Take a deep breath. I'm doing it right you now. Know, take it feels good. <laughs> it does feel good. It feels really good. Yeah. 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 So. It's it's the that uh it's simply noticing. It's mm-hmm. being present and noticing the things that you know we normally just skip over, right? In the simple things, it's easy if you take the time to like notice it. And you'll find, like I found in uh like eventually. I now have the, like these spontaneous moments throughout the day when I just kind of like snap out of it. You know, like I could be in a book, I could be like working, I could be whatever. And all of a sudden, like there, there comes a, like a moment where it's just like, swing, and I'm just kind of like woken up out of the dream almost. And then I kind of like look around. It's like, oh my God, like five hours just gone have gone by. <laughs> but then I, I take the time, you know, I look around, I take a deep breath, right? I feel like the energy in my hands, um, you know, whatever, whatever the hell it is, but you'll find you'll have more of those moments throughout the day. And Mm -hmm. then all of a sudden you're going to notice that your life starts beginning to unfold in a different way. Mm -hmm. The more that we can check in with that present moment, with that, uh, with that mindfulness, 
Like, this isn't some woo-woo weird shit. Like, this is, like, <laughs> Google and Apple and, like, the biggest corporations in uh, in North America are teaching this mindfulness stuff for a reason. Because it makes people more productive. It, uh, it helps the company. Like, you don't even need to think about this as any kind of weird woo-woo crap. Like, this is really, your life will be better and easier if you just notice your breath once in a while. Yeah, and just experiment, you know, try it, try it out for yourself and see what resonates for you. Because ultimately, like we could be completely wrong here. This has just worked in, in our life, in my life. And mm. what works for everybody else is different. These are just merely suggestions. And, and find what works for you. And then what doesn't work for you, don't do it. Yeah, totally. Mm. Yeah, mm -hmm. uh, there was um, like a famous uh, reporter guy. Um, shit, I can't remember his name now. But he was uh, super stressed out. Like the guy was depressed. Oh, I got to remember the, the dude's name. But regardless, um, he, he was not in a good place. Mm -hmm. And all of a sudden, he started uh, this meditation practice. And his life started unfolding, you know, easier, better you know, with more joy, all these things. And, you know, people would ask him, well, what the hell are you doing this meditation stuff for? Like, that's weird. <laughs> and his response is now, it's like, because it makes me happier. And people are like, oh, yeah, yeah well, cool. Yeah, maybe, maybe I should look into that. Yeah, <laughs> You know, it doesn't have to be weird stuff, right? Yeah. Hey, I mean, maybe it is, right? But you're, you're totally right, Holly. Like, we don't have to... Um, accept anybody's uh, word just based mm -hmm. on, you know, just listening and because we told you so. Don't, don't, don't believe us at all. Just try it. You know, yeah. just try for 30 days. Or just try for a day. Try for a day. Try for a day and see if you notice anything or if you enjoy it. Mm -hmm. I would, I would suggest to try for more than a day, but you know, just baby steps. Be gentle with yourself. This can be so graceful and so easy. It doesn't have to be like this huge daunting thing. Yeah. So, yeah. And what's, what's mm -hmm. so cool about this entire process, and I truly believe that this is built into the very fabric of the universe is in our awakening, is that the more that we do this, the easier life becomes, the more we go back to it and we start thinking, well, holy crap. Okay. Well, I was expecting things to be shitty and fall apart. And, you know, I wasn't going to pay my bill and I, I was going to get a divorce and I was going to be lonely forever. And, you know, whatever, you know, health reasons, whatever the, the issue is, you know, you expect things to fall apart, but they don't, you know? And then that one event, all of a sudden, you know, you, you think back on it, it's, oh, it's kind of kind of strange, you know, maybe I'll just keep doing this a little bit more. And then the next time, it you know, something crazy happens in your life and you're like, oh, my God, what's going to happen? And then, oh, shit, it's not that bad. Yeah, I find that those feelings of um, like the fears and the negativity that I used to be filled with just kind of melted away. Like it wasn't even this huge conscious thing like it happened over time and it was really it became really easy like when it started when I started to focus on just the little things and shifting it's literally shifting your perception from the suffering 
and the negativity and the fear to to the positive and to the joyful because I'm a huge advocate of the law of duality too and it's just like well when there's up there's down left right black white you know good evil positive negative and it's just like well okay if this is negative right now and I'm focusing on the negative there is a positive to this so once I started shifting my attention to the positive then everything else just kind of melted away Mm -hmm. so I stopped actually expecting things to go crappy it was just like no they'll work out I don't know how because like I couldn't see the answers at the time and I just trusted yeah totally Mm -hmm. and you know what you don't have to tell anyone about it that's the (laughs) that's the best part I didn't talk to anybody about any of this stuff for freaking decades because it was too weird and I was in in a world where like that just it was too weird like there was no way I could like talk about that with my friends or clients or, or anybody yeah so don't tell anyone you know, know. <laughs> people, people are going to be looking at you like, you know, why the fuck is that guy so happy? Well, the thing or is, is people, are, people are going to judge you no matter what. They're always going to find something that they don't agree with or want you to do differently anyway. So it doesn't matter. Just do what feels right for you at the yes. end of the day. Yes. You know, like that's, that's what I've learned. It's like, yeah, I can't make everybody happy. So I'm going to make myself happy. Oh, <laughs> oh, I love that so much. Like, <laughs> Yeah, I want to do things that make me happy. I don't want to be doing things for someone else. And if this weird crap is making me happier, well, I'm going to keep doing it. And then, yeah, as you start doing things for yourself that make you happy, then you become a happier, more joyful individual and you spread more happiness and compassion and joy throughout the world and positivity and it just snowballs from there. Yep, that's mm-hmm. the plan of the universe. You know, it's the plan <laughs> to get us to this happy dream. Mm-hmm. And then we all wake the fuck up. <laughs> Boom, mic drop. Yes. So on that note, I think, I don't I don't think I have anything else to say right now. Do no, you I'm have spent. anything else? I'm spent. Yeah, I think um, if you've got any questions, let us know. Um, leave comments below on what you are grateful for and what bring, brings you joy. Yeah, leave leave mm-hmm. comments as in in the review section because this is a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, that concludes this episode here of the Spirit Ninjas Spiritual AF Podcast. Thank you so much for watching. We love you guys. <laughs> we love you. Thank you for listening to the Spirit Ninjas Spiritualist Podcast. Make sure to tune in next time for more deep conversations to uplift inspire and blow your mind spirituals up